Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for, but we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. And it's a snatch game. Are you ready? More than ready. Cool. Well, let's give this a go. So, we're actually going to try something differently today. Today, what we're doing at the moment is. We haven't yet watched the episode, have we? No. So this is an experiment. It's an experiment. What it's we're going to do is, is um, we're just going to see what we say, what we think, how we feel real time as we're actually watching the show. Yes. So uh, it's, it's it's something we haven't done before. But, you know, sometimes I, I always feel, this is me, I always feel I give my my best opinions or my honest and my truth comes out more when it's in the moment happening right now before i have time to overanalyze and kind of um sensitize myself in that way i, th- I think there's real value to your first honest impression isn't there mm. i'm perhaps a little bit different to you i'm a little bit kind of like considered in my opinion sometimes i have a filter <laughs> I have a filter. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to give this a go. You're like Tainamon Go. Hashtag no filter. Today's episode six, which I, which I said before, is a snatch game. Snatch game. And iconic snatch game characters in the past. Let's hear them out. Let's hear them. We've got Jinx Monsoon. Always, whenever it's an acting challenge or a snatch game, you can always trust Jinx to, to be one of the forefronts. Yeah, absolutely. She's... Um, one of the the best and most memorable snatch game characters ever. I think um, Vivienne in in the UK, um, RuPaul's Drag Race, Donald Trump was an absolute masterclass in how to do snatch game. Oh yes, she was amazing. Yeah, she was amazing. Who else we got? Um... Uh, season six had a really excellent snatch game because at least three really strong characters in there. Because we had uh, Bianca Del Rio as Judge Judy, we had Bendela Cram as Maggie Smith, and also. Um, Adore as Anna Nicole Smith. She actually did a really good job at yeah. Anna Nicole. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Who were some of the Who were some of the flops? Oh, there've been so many. Alyssa's Katy Perry, where she actually had to apologize oh, oh to my Katy Perry gosh. via Twitter. Who, who else had to apologize from a Snatch Game? Mainly Alyssa is the one I remember because <laughs> even even when Rue asked her, "So, Katy, have you kissed a girl?" and she went. No, no. Uh, that was yeah. That's that was a fail. I feel like there's been another snatch game character who's just been a complete flop. Oh, there's been so many. Bob the drag queen who did the first. Did he do the first change? The first double character. Yeah. He did um that that lady from Orange is the New Black. Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes, and then that changed into a um a very tanned a uh, Carol Channing. <laughs> Yeah, which is interesting because we'd seen Carol Channing before. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, also amazingly by Pandora Box. Very narrowly lost out on a win in the first ever Snatch game. Mm-hmm. But um, Tatiana snatched it as her really quite amazing and surprising Britney Spears. I just remembered a flop, um, Brooklyn Heights. That <laughs> was Celine. Oh, no, no. Bourdain. This is going to make you angry, but one of the first ever flops was Tara Sanchez as Beyonce. Tara's one of three bad Beyonce's. Asia and Kenya oh Michaels. Oh my god, Asia O'Hara was terrible. Kenya Michaels was terrible. Asia just oh. turned into like a, a mean school mom for some reason. Fifi O'Hara. As Gaga. Give it 12, give it 12, give it 12, give it 12. 
what the hell was <laughs> Sonic that? was the first to do Gaga, which was also quite weak. Uh, but it did lead to an amazing lip sync that episode, Sonic versus Morgan, one of the best ever lip syncs. But both of their Snatch games were tragic. I really liked Thorgy Thor's Michael Jackson. I loved Thorgy's Mike MJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Simone. <laughs> oh, how can we forget Kennedy Davenport's Little Richard? Oh, uh, <laughs> shut up! up. <laughs> the first ever wrong. No, sugar. The first ever in inverted commas male character in a snatch game. Yes, and then that was carried on with Sasha Velour, who then did a male. We had no. Uh, Sasha was um, Malena Dietrich. Oh, I thought that was a man. Teutonic. No, Marlena Dietrich's a woman. Oh. Teutonic bisexuals make the most forceful and unforgettable lovers. <laughs> who else did a man then? Who, who am I thinking of? I'm well, thinking about Ben Well, in All that Stars. same episode, even though they weren't like singled out for it, you know, uh, Max was playing Sharon Needles, who, you know, I'm not going to gender her, but is a drag queen and ostensibly male. And Violet was Alyssa in that episode. Can we also remember um, one of the cringiest moments for me is um, Roxy Andrews doing Alaska oh, in, in front, front of Alaska. Alaska and just really bombing. It looks like she'd never, ever listened to Alaska's album. And she was, Alaska was sitting there like, you know, you know, really not enjoying it. Oh, it kind of <laughs> f***ed me in the air sometimes. She Alaska's did a really good job there. Mae West was amazing. Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. Um, Michelle, Michelle Visage. Really funny. And that laugh compilation between her and Michelle was iconic. <laughs> Chad Michaels as um, Cher. Impeccable. Oh, it was Cher. Deserved that it was, win. It, that was Cher, was Cher who made a guest appearance yeah. in the episode. <laughs> Period. Full stop. Dot com. Dot org. Dot UK. Slash NHS clip for us. <laughs> Shares first and only RuPaul's Drag Race appearance there. Mm. I mean, technically, Delta Work had done share I mean, just the previous season, actually. Let's talk about the Snatch Game. This is where we separate the novices from um, the the queens, really. The Snatch Game has been a staple since season two. Yeah. And it's and everyone that's anyone that make who does well in this or wins it always seems to make it into the finale. On the whole, they do. On the whole, it's a bit of a rule of thumb, isn't it? It really separates the women from the girls, as it were. Um not always though. Like not top three necessarily, because Tati was the first snatch game winner and she was top four, not top three. Mm. Um who are our subsequent winners? Um, Stacey Lane Matthews won the Snatch Game and did not make it that far, even though she is a legend icon and star. Jinx Monsoon won Snatch Game, won the won the season. Yeah. Season Be- six, Ben actually was top five, not even top four, and mm. she won the Snatch Game. Because I've thought about this before, and it's a good rule of thumb, like the strongest queens do, do well in the Snatch Game, but... They don't always make it to the top. Mm. But it's a good identify. It's a good it's a good way of bringing someone who's if, if you're doing well, it really pushes you up there and, and solidifies a good place for you. Mm. If you're not doing well, it really brings you to the surface to the judges. Oh yeah. And, and and then you're appreciated more in that sense. Like, you know, there's a spotlight on you now. Why why do you think it's so important as a challenge? Because for me as a drag queen, a lot of the 
when you're hosting, a lot of it has to be in the moment. A yeah. lot of it is um, that banter. A lot of it is that quick back and forth and building that rapport with you with your audience mm-hmm. and, and really connecting with them. The key thing is being in the moment and being witty. And that's yes. everything that the Snatch Game is about. The Snatch Game is about you really, really connecting with your character and applying yourself in that moment. And then it's just like what they said in improv. You can listen to them and you can react. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. And you have to be quick. Yeah. Uh, like Aquaria shocked the hell out of me when she was it, but then I, I felt like yeah. she, yeah. I felt like she really just knew that was going to be her weakness. Like Aquaria was lucky; she was already in the scene, so she was when she got accepted mm. into doing the show, she could easily just hit up one of the girls and borrow a lot of the costumes from that. She already had makeup down done; like she knew she had the fashion. Yeah, I too would have focused on my weakness. If, if her weakness was that she could have every day breathe Melania, Melania Trump. <laughs> How, how does she sound? What does she say? What are the connections? And then memorize the points that she can say that are yeah. funny and then listen to when she can use that joke. Of course, yeah, a bit of planning is important, isn't it? It's and having very... some jokes that you can you can whip out. Exactly. Um, but you're right, I think it kind of... Um, it tells us what it is that we like in drag queens, which is being funny, quick, spontaneous, improvisers. Um, and it... The, like you said, the ones who do well are the ones who interact, aren't they? Mm. The ones who, who you know, Vivienne was fantastic at that. Um, Alaska. It's not, just, it's not just being a sole performer. Yeah. It's being a sole performer and being able to react to what's going around. Yeah. Because that will then amplify your humor. And then also trying to make the connection with Rue. Yeah. Trying to tr- make Rue laugh. Make, make her Rue bloody laugh. laugh. Like yeah. that, that's what you want to do, period. And the... I remember in season two, a lot of the girls were like, oh, I can get this look down. I can I can look like Pink. I can look like Lady Gaga. They didn't. It was only the, the well, it was the comedy queens who really rose to the surface during that. Except Tati was such a like, you know, she was like, I'm a pretty real girl. And that was kind of like her shtick. But she was so funny as Britney. All right. Should we get into them? No. No. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Spilling <laughs> the GNT. Um, I'll be going solo. No, go. I'm sticking around. <laughs> okay. Like it or not. Let's get into it, okay? We're going to start watching it from now. Okay, so we've just seen the girls come back into the workroom. Congratulations to Heidi, who has sent who home? She sent Nikki home. Nikki, Nikki home. Oh, yeah. and there was there was a lot of sadness there, but like I was I was happy that she stayed because mm-hmm. I, I really do feel that she won the lip sync. She did. She did. And she's a lovely, lovable character, so um, we, Heidi. We're coming into the workroom and then... We're just taken right back to the drama of the last episode. We certainly are, and then they're talking about they're asking Britta, "How do you feel?" And Britta, as she does, projects yeah her problems. Well, she blames her problems on someone else. She's Come like, on, well, psychiatrist. She's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Are you guys hiring? <laughs> <laughs> not well, right she's now. like, oh, you know, the problem wasn't me. I, you know, I just don't understand why my scene partner wasn't there. And then Aiden, rightfully so, rolling her eyes. I like, love that clip of Aiden. She rolls her eyes r- r- nearly right out of her head. Look how many times is Aiden going to hear it? You know what? When is she going to start accepting her own fault? When is she going to say it's my fault? This is how I feel. You know, maybe this is what I'll do next week. No, she says, oh, you know what? It's really not my fault. And I don't understand why Aiden wasn't there with me. I, it surprises me that Brit is still talking this way, even after Untucked and after things blew up. And Heidi, the voice of reason in this situation, really did 
kind of quell things, didn't she? Her little blow up really helped to diffuse the situation. Oh, that was that was amazing. Um, and I'm surprised that the Britta is still going on about this. And look, looking around the room, it's like it feels like Widow is very much on Aiden's side. She's shaking, you know, she's nodding her head and wagging her finger as Aiden talks. And um, I'm I'm hoping that there's a few more allies for Aiden going forward. She's having a nice chat with Heidi after this. You're exactly right about um, Britta and her insecurities. I think I think we touched on it last week, and it's just that. Um, she's really, really shooketh that she's not getting the adulation and recognition that she's used to. It's real kind of like narcissistic injury, I think. And as you rightly said, she's projecting her insecurities elsewhere. She's... But I just wish she would draw... It's okay to be frustrated, but stop targeting it at Aiden. Mm. She's looking for someone to blame for her performance, isn't it? It couldn't it's possibly ego. her fault. Yeah, it's not me. Gigi says something really, really good here. She says, I want to win. And if you're not at the top, why are you here? Mm. Period. Fullstop.com. That is truth. If you haven't won a challenge by now, you're not on anyone's radar. You're not on the radar to win. It's yeah. episode six. You you need to have something. Like the episode's getting shorter, a, a smaller, smaller. Everything's dwindling right down. You need to start bringing your A game. And the snatch game is the best way for people hiding in the corners to come to the forefront and still have that be meaningful. Yeah. You know, this is the time to step your pussy up. Yeah. All right. Should we get back into it? Yeah. Hello, uh, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we've just seen um, the famous uh, Rue walkabout. Yes. Where she's going around, and as they said it in previous seasons, drops little nuggets. Oh, she does. Gold fact, nuggets for you to take hints of. On this occasion, I think they're more than nuggets. They're big battered chicken breasts that she's just dumping for them. She's, she's giving actual directions. Chicken. 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 <laughs> uh, so the first person that she went to was Heidi and Heidi's doing Leslie Jones is Heidi doing Leslie Jones because she was just a guest judge and well, was this so is what amazing she's actually wearing the same dress that yeah. Leslie is wearing um, interesting choice uh, I can see where she's coming from because she's such a big large than life personality um, the thing is like Rue said it herself Heidi is so naturally charming and funny that she needs to tap into that rather than rely too heavily on on like a, a character that's very different to her. Maybe she could channel herself into a Leslie Jones-esque character, but Leslie's hilarious, but she's big and brash and loud, isn't she? Whereas Heidi's sweeter and um, just as funny, but with, with more of a certain bale charm to her as well. Um, so we'll see. I, they, I don't... they suggested a Real Housewife of Atlanta, Phaedra, didn't they? They did. I don't know if it's a hint or if it's a read where she's like, just do someone that's already you. Because um, when you look in the past, people who have done well, they do take on a completely different character. Mm. And it's the it's the transformation between you and then becoming this person, this this, this new person that, that really does well. Sometimes. I mean... Bianca was Bianca when she was Judge Judy. Jinx was just a heightened version of herself as, as little Edie. She was, you know, this quirky kind of, um, you, you know, her, her, her whole character is basically, a, you know, a, a, a kooky older woman, isn't she? Mm. Jinx. Uh, Dela, it wasn't too much of a stretch for Dela to be um, Maggie Smith. She she loves playing an older woman. Yeah. Like a, a, I, you know what? I, I think I see what you mean. Mm. Do something that you are naturally... Heighten yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't change yourself, heighten yourself. Because then you can still occupy your own character. And as Rue rightly said, you don't have to process too much in the improvisation. Exactly. It yeah. makes it much easier. Yeah. So um, that was Heidi. You know, Heidi in that moment was so funny. She was, was so Heidi's funny. Was so quick. And you know what? This is the thing. This is the difference. 
a lot of the times when you're just being natural uh-huh. without the pressure of the snatch game on, it's easier to be yourself. People need to learn that a lot of the times to be witty, to be, it's an art. It so that's, really that's the is. That's feedback that Rue is giving. Yeah, that's it. Like I'm, I'm seeing her doing so well here and I'm hoping that can translate into the snatch game. And if she just does something that's naturally her, maybe it will be easier for her to bring it out yeah. when the cameras are rolling and when the pressure is on. Because the snatch game is when you are just judged yeah. by everyone absolutely who was the next one that rose jan now let's not forget that jan's drag mother alexis michelle won the snatch game as uh, lisa minnelli liza minnelli uh, liza with a z liza with a z not an yeah! s because yeah! liza with a z is it nuts um so i mean alexis was fab as liza and she ju- she'd just come off a high week as chris jenner so it's interesting that they reference chris jenner as encouraging Jan to go for her because she, she did it for her, her audition tape. Mm-hmm. Instead, she's going for a Broadway star whose face I recognise, and I think I've seen on Will and Grace, actually. I've seen her on many of films, actually. She yeah. does have that very, very kind of babyish, yeah. kind of like high-pitched, squeaky kind of voice. Jan can clearly occupy that character. Now, I guess what I worry about Jan in Snatch Game, she could be really good, but we know that Jan, like, works and works and works and works, isn't she? She pushes. She's a very, very hard worker. And is she going to... You know, we've just really said that Snatch Game, one of the keys to success is to relax into your own natural persona and maybe heighten it. I wonder if Jan is going to be thinking and doing too much to be naturally funny in this. Doing the mostest. Doing the mostest. She's I, the- I, can, I can imagine because it's, yeah, when the pressure's on and you are tr- and you know that the aim of this is to be funny, to yeah. be witty. And when that's on your mind, when you're constantly thinking, be funny, be witty, your natural humor, your natural wit goes away mm-hmm. because it's forced. Wit isn't forced. No. Um, a lot comedy a lot of the time isn't forced it has to be in the moment and then rue says that there has to be a back and forth a push and pull a, yes. a kind of volleyball and that's where it comes that's mm-hmm. where it comes i just hope she doesn't overthink things if she does the mostest she might end up as toastest see wanna... naturally funny <laughs> <laughs> not overthinking did you ever think that, <laughs> that? Yeah, okay. um let's say right now that RuPaul is obviously favouring. There's a huge favour towards um, Alderbarge. Oh, what's his name? Sorry, Crystal. Crystal. Crystal I think Ru fancies Crystal. I think I think she she's like attracted to her spirit and just loves her. But her spirit is attractive. When I see that yeah. in the last one, when we tried to decide who the trade was, I said the trade was Crystal Method. She's very very cute because there's 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 something about her like this. She's got this charm, and you know what? She's got this like very this innocence, this vulnerable, and you want to look she's after her. She's actually very cute as yeah, well. You want to look after you yeah. want to make sure that she's okay yeah you do and yeah. then we had another green screen moment where um rupaul hugged crystal method <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember that meme do you remember that thing i'm talking about that meme where um who was it um when Plastique um, made up some story, as she, as she did, like she was making up stories every damn episode, that girl. I only found out who Beyonce was like last week. <laughs> pop culture, I, I ain't even know about never pop heard culture of it. when I yeah. came here. And I'm like, girl, don't try it. Anyway, there's, a, there's this beautiful um, picture of um, Plastique hugging RuPaul, but RuPaul's like in a green screen costume. <laughs> like, that's the first thing that came to my mind when Ru hugged um, Crystal. So do you think so, it's actually computer wizard? 
wizardry that arranged yes, this. Yes, yes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's 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 magic. That's yeah. the magic of film. Anyway, so um, <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about her is that like she had moments in there where she was funny. Yeah, I feel when she relaxed with Rue. Yeah, you almost have to not overthink it. You you know what? This this is the trick. If anyone here is listening and you're planning on going to RuPaul's Drag Race to do the snatch game, this is the trick. Mm. Okay. Plan who the hell you're going to do well in advance. Yeah. Understand what are the things that make them famous, why they're famous, and why they're funny. And, and things, controversy, anything. that's a, And have it ingrained in you so that it becomes your normal. Well, better still, make it somebody you're already passionate about and already know a lot about. And then that'll come naturally. Exactly. And that's what you need to do because... When it's second nature to you, when you don't have to think about anything, it, that's when you're able to relax and be mm-hmm. natural, and then you can apply yourself in the moment, and it will come out. But if you're trying to learn something like quickly, you're trying to learn a character before you go on, it just becomes this muddled-up script in your head, mm-hmm. and you're not able to be present. Yeah. And then you can't do improv. You can't do that yes and. Because what, what are you going to add to it? You can't add anything because you're, 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 you're so stuck in your head and you're not there There'll in the moment. There'll be a satellite delay, won't Exactly, there? exactly. So that's, that's a thing. And her character was some obscure robot girl who I'd never heard of. I've never heard of Poppy. I don't know how a robot can be funny, but you know, we're gonna watch it, we're gonna see how they go. Now the last person that RuPaul did talk to was There was Gigi Good. Gigi Good. Yes, was she the G- last one? No, I think there was another one. But anyway, Gigi Good yeah. is doing a robot. And RuPaul gave, you know, Well, I've heard in- of Sophie. She's gone on the chat show circuit doing interviews and stuff, and she's like an experiment in artificial intelligence. I predict Gigi doing okay, actually, because we've seen Gigi be funny. And um, she's really good at performing and inhabiting a character. And she's got strong concept here. Now, she she is falling into overthinking territory. But I suspect that she can pull it off. I think there's something dark and dry about Gigi's natural sense of humor. So I think she can so channel it, makes, it. So it makes sense for her to do I think so. a robot who has very, very dry humor. Yeah. And this is my, again for you, cocky or confidence. Was her response cocky or confidence when RuPaul was saying, I don't think it's going to work? She goes, I understand your concern, <laughs> sir. Suggestion noted and yeah. ignored. <laughs> um, I understand your concern, but I don't have those. Um, probably, possibly a little bit cocky, but it, it wasn't unendearing. You know what? I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, stick to your guns. Stick to your guns, girl. Let's think about the, who the other girls did mention as well. Jackie Cox. We didn't talk oh, about Jackie. Jackie. Okay. Yes. So Vanjie. Oh, we didn't mention that Vanjie's in the room. We thought she was an interesting choice because she'd never won well, a Snatch first, Game or even done well. All, was she I in mean, the bottom that week, actually? She should have. I think she was. I don't know. Catch outside. I don't know why Vanjie is someone that they've brought. You know, let's see who they've brought in the past for the the walk around in the Snatch Game. They brought Jinx Monsoon. Did they bring Bonnie Del Rico? They, Bonnie Del Rico. Yeah. They brought. I mean, that's who you bring. Those are the people who actually do well in it. But they brought Vanjie. Um, she. To be fair, Vanjie was actually very funny and self-effacing in this, and she was very like, "That's what not to do in a snatch game." That was my Vanjie impression. It sounds like a, a muppet as Vanjie. Well, the, the thing about Vanjie's snatch game is that she st- she she did that catch me outside. Yeah. And she started off and then catch me outside, and then that just slowly went from a soprano to a baritone, <laughs> ending up in in her bass and her. Her raspy 40 a day muppet. It's gonna give it to you. It went back to her Vanjie voice. That's what what I think of when I think about Vanjie. You know, it's gonna give it to you. It's gonna give it to you. I'm sorry I don't get this reference. It's it's a rap. 
Anyway, so <laughs> Vanjie is um, the walk around so parts now with yeah. RuPaul. And she's flirting away with Jackie Cox. Now, Jackie mentioned Julie Andrews and she had, oh, Lisa Rinna, who we were entertained by the notion of because, uh, to be honest, neither of us watch Real Housewives religiously, but there is one particular fight from an episode of Real Housewives that Lisa Rinna was involved in. Yes. That's absolutely, I, I don't use this word very often, but it is iconic. Yeah. I wasn't talking to you, you beast. Beast? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you have to know. That's all you need to know. Beast. We, we use How this. This occurs on a daily basis um, between us. Uh, so um, let's mention the other girls too who weren't in the walk around, but did. I think most, if not all, did drop who they're going to do. So Britta's going to be Jennifer Holiday. I think Britta could really channel her. You know, Britta's clearly very passionate about Broadway. If you don't know who Jennifer Holiday is, Jennifer Holiday played. Miss Effie White, shout out to my dream girls, <laughs> first of all, Nick and B. But um, in Dream Girls, Effie White, the original Broadway, mm-hmm. was played by Jennifer Holiday, and Jennifer Holiday made Effie happen. She yes. was iconic, she's won a Tony, she is that girl. Has she been a judge already on RuPaul's Drag Race? A one of the dream original Dream Girls no, has. Th- two of them definitely have that put a cork in it. And then the other lady who played Michelle, aka Nick. <laughs> Love you, Ben. Maybe she has, maybe she has, I don't know. But um, if you white is amazing, amazing singer. So she's doing Jennifer Holiday. I don't know yeah. if she's doing Jennifer Holiday as Iffy. I, I don't I, know who Jennifer Holiday is. I reckon Britta, what we know about Britta is she works hard, she loves Broadway. I think she's going to, I. I predict she's going to bring quite a well-rounded funny character this week and i think she's going to do okay i hope she does it, because it'll stop her bitching for five minutes if britta does win this it might just in her head make it concrete and solidify her thoughts that see i told you aiden was the one bringing me down if, if she does well she's I gonna ho- see aiden brought me down i hope two. it makes her relax and stop and just makes her think right i am being recognized i can focus on me now but we we'll got- see we have Miss Wudavundu, who has just named that she's going to do, she do Tina, Tina and potentially also Ike. Now, yeah. hmm. we always say we're we're huge fans of dark humour. This is potentially a recipe for some real dark humour if she's going to be Ike and Tina, but also could really, really wander into bad taste territory. Because we all know about Ike and Tina and their story and how he was horrifically abusive to her and she had to leave him with nothing but her name i i think it's awesome <laughs> we're gonna think, see it could be it could, props be, to you, it, could be, it could be it could be done one way or the other mm. um so let's see it, widow we've seen she's a fantastic performer she's a great improviser let's see if she can pull this off and now, sherry pie is doing who well they've, they've cut out sherry pie we don't oh, know who sherry's no. doing we can see she's wearing a gray wig She's playing I thought Dakota. she was doing Maggie, Maggie Smith, Smith, maybe. Yeah. But it's, again, it's very telling that there's no walk around with Sherry and we don't even find out what she's doing. We do find out who I think everybody else is doing. Jada's doing um, Cardi B, potentially really funny. I reckon Jada could pull that off. Yep. I mean, um, it's not hard. Now, the one I'm most excited about is Aiden as Patricia Quinn, because I'm a huge Rocky Horror Show fan. Tell us, before we go into it, tell me mm-hmm. what you expect from Aiden, who's going to be doing Yeah. That girl, Patricia. Patricia Quinn. So Patricia she was the Quinn. original Magenta, but she's she's already said she's going to be more Patricia Quinn than she is Magenta, but I'm sure she'll blend the two a bit. So I'm sure many of our listeners are Rocky Horror Show fans and know perfectly well who Magenta is. She's the... the I'm s- fucking down the street. Just no, 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 no. That's Columbia. No? That's Columbia. Who's Magenta? She's the sexy, sultry French maid. She's what song just, does she have? She doesn't have a solo song, but she's got a verse in um, the Time Warp. What's the verse? Um... 
Uh, oh, fantasy, free me, so you can see me. Oh, not the, oh, the one that's not, not a singer. All. She's also got some lines in um, Touch, Touch, Touch Me. Okay. Um, tell us about it, Janet. Um, but she's she's like a, a real fan favorite character because she's so dark and sultry. Um, and uh, yeah, so Patricia Quinn, I've seen seen many interviews with her kind of like in her more recently. And she is a real eccentric, kooky um, lady uh, who I think potentially could be a lot of fun, could be a real kind of little edgy moment for Aiden to educate the masses about Patricia Quinn, the original uh, Magenta. Aiden's got a lot hanging on the lines here. As she said there, um, she feels, well, she knows that everyone thinks that, especially Britta and Sherry, um, thinks that they've been carrying her this whole time. And Britta said, well, how are you going to do um, when no one else is carrying you? So this mm. is the this is this means a lot to Aiden to actually stand out on her own as a performer. It also means a lot to Britta, who's yeah. been bragging about, you know, um, Aiden, you've been bringing me down. You know, everyone's against me. This is your moment to show yeah. us why you're so great and why you got Performer of the Year for New York. Patricia Quinn also did the vocals for um, Science Fiction Double Feature, but um, and her, she's her, she's the iconic Rocky Horror Show lips. They're her lips. Okay, um, but and. Uh, apparently Richard O'Brien dubbed over with his voice doing science fiction double feature without asking or telling her until she found out about it. Mm. She told him off for it, but I feel like this isn't a Rocky horror podcast. Well, it could be. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we should <laughs> reel it back in there. It, and I it remember could, could be, if you let me be me. <laughs> All right, let's get into the snatch game. Yeah. And that was the snatch, snatch game. game. I don't know how to feel. I think it was, those that were good were really good. Those that were bad flopped. And then the majority of them I felt was quite average. That's just me. Let's start off with who was your favorite? Uh, easily is she good. She was bloody surprising. Like so we, were in- we were right that she she could it was a complex concept, but something about it linked up with her own sense of humor and she channeled it fantastically. What was it that made it so good? It she it was the dry delivery, but saying like obscene or rude things, wasn't it? One of my favorite things was her trying to pick up the car. Oh, the like physical comedy as well. The physical, the physical. Yeah. That was that was my favorite about and her. She fully inhabited the character and never left character for a second. Even when you know it, it, the camera wasn't on her per se, she was posing like a robot. And she, yeah, the funny little lip movements and all. She's a real comedian. She's really, you know what, Gigi is surprising. The first thing that I remember from her was her saying she can't touch her toes. And the next episode, she's touching her toes after a back handspring, <laughs> a back tuck. Yeah. And, and then I see her do this amazing weave. Did you see that in the beginning of this yeah. episode? She was doing the kind of the, the, the hair so, to the ow, She's just a funny, ow, fun ow. girl, isn't she? I'm, I'm saying it now. Uh, really, she, really. She's won this snatch game and she's in. She's, top three. She's defo top three. Top, she's definitely top three. She was, um, she was really, really funny. She's really surprising us like even last week she showed us she's an actress the week before that she showed us she was a rapper and then we know that she's she can definitely dance because mm-hmm. she's doing back handsprings and now we see that she's funny very like she funny. is delivering deliver, deliver, she's delivering she's delivering yes. delivering <laughs> episode by episode i mean Gigi has not done anything wrong so far that i can remember she's iconic who else do you think was amazing i'm gonna say it 
Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie was hilarious. So she was Catherine Hepburn, which we weren't allowed to find out beforehand. Now, I've seen somebody do the the shaky Catherine Hepburn thing before, and it is funny. I've seen Jennifer Saunders do it in French and Saunders when they're doing this, like, old Hollywood awards show thing. And it was quite similar, actually. But she, was, did she put the extra slant in it, but she was, like, cheating, wasn't she? Yes, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. doing her cheating. Because she like, was illegible. She was, <laughs> yeah, no, Sherry Pie was hilarious um, in this. She and- committed to her jokes as well, like that oak tree joke at the beginning. She 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 paused for a long time, didn't she? And really went with that. And then she was like, oak. <laughs> Who else? Um, I think Jackie Cox. Oh, Jackie fantastic. Cox. Oh, you know what? Before we even went into the Snatch Game, we, we yeah. talked to you about that beast. How dare you? <laughs> Which was a moment that Jackie Cox actually used. She referenced. She referenced Don't you that, dare talk about my husband. Yep. She referenced that, <laughs> that, that scene that we were talking about. A lot of it was about it. She was like, do you know my husband, my husband, my husband? She you smashed that husband. glass Don't you talk Kim, about my husband? She, she, yeah, she picked yeah. up the glass. So it was yeah. really, really... I, I'm, I found it funny because I knew exactly where it was coming from. <laughs> Before we move on, the thing about that, that I loved about um, Stray Pye's performance mm-hmm. and also about Jackie Cox's performance is that I didn't need to know the characters yeah. for it to be funny. I didn't yeah. know Catherine Hepburn, like I was asking you, but whatever she was doing was funny. Yeah. And I didn't know it. And the same for Jackie. Like, Jackie, like, she's that lady that brags about her husband. But mm-hmm. don't talk about her husband, but I'm allowed to and talk sells about her. things. She sells things. Yeah. So I know who she is without knowing her, and I find that funny. So she's that's great. another part of being really, really good in the Snatch Game. They're easily our top three. Yep. There's, there's like no two and Jackie uh, Gigi is definitely one I think I want to talk about Cardi B I'm so disappointed with um Jada's Cardi B she okay. didn't do a lot of the things like she didn't even I thought she was going to try to rap guys I, I don't know was... if you've gathered before but Paolo is a massive Cardi B fan I, I, yeah, I do love her I yeah. do love, I love her I, I'm surprised she didn't rap i'm surprised she didn't like do do more cardi b things but like she did that tongue out once but like that and a lot of the things that she says like the 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 classic cardi b things yeah i i i um would know i wouldn't call myself a cardi b fan but (laughs) through a progressive diffusion i picked up enough of her quotes from you um, and she didn't bring she she didn't talk about um her, her 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 husband her partner yeah she didn't even talk about her baby like she, she's like, holding a baby oh was she yeah okay. she didn't make anything of it um paulo edit this out in post-production I don't, <laughs> I don't want to sound like i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> thank you do you think she was a low or a safe performance from that though um i don't think she bombed well yeah i think she was safe yeah the bottoms for me was eight i'm so like aiden, i'm disappointed aiden everyone yeah. everyone in the world coming into this episode yeah. was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? It's unfortunate because she she made the character a one-trick pony. It was oh. kind of like, I don't know where I am. And she wasn't even able to make that funny, unfortunately. And she cut herself off from making Rocky Horror Show references right at the beginning, saying that she didn't remember. To be fair, like we've seen plenty of people do it before. They're not allowed to be a character on Snatch Game, but you can be the actress who is the character and still be the character. She could have just been magenta and she could have been sultry and dark and silly and funny um i think another bottom is going to be owl owl yeah crystal didn't bring anything unfortunately there was nothing i I got they a lot i there was no back and forth banter and you know what you even saw rue trying to help her out was rue was trying to like come on girl help me out here and she was just not having it um 
Yeah, that performance it, kind of fell very, very flat. It was unfortunate that there was another kind of like robotic-esque character on the panel I done so much better. I thought she was going to try and feed off another robot. I was waiting for a moment for one of them to try acknowledge or be bitchy towards she, the other or, robot. Or she could have played it so differently and been like um, trying to maintain like a robotic persona, but just like falling into histrionics every so often. That that would have been funny, I think. Um, I think she's definitely going to be in the bottom. Um, let's. Heidi was just very. Heidi was safe. Heidi's very she safe. Had, she it got was, a couple of laughs. Yeah, not from me, but I heard yeah. them laughing about it. Yeah. Um, and then we got. You know what? I'm very disappointed with Jan, who has a degree in this. Yeah. I didn't really see much humor no it was very rehearsed as we expected from jan it was she had some lines that she delivered but didn't really interact with anybody or show much spontaneity i think jan's probably safe i think the only ones that interacted with rue was um Gigi and jackie jackie was great at the interactions with the girls around her now the other two that we've not mentioned uh, and i think it could be either of these two in the bottom to be honest britta and um widow Widow didn't do anything funny. She didn't really, unfortunately. Now, the concept could have been, you know, she didn't actually do anything offensive either. She didn't push the concept of being Ike Antina. Do you know what I wanted to happen when she came as Ike? I want her to almost go back into being Tina Turner mm -hmm. with cake obviously smudged on her now, face. It, that would have been dark <laughs> but funny. That would have been funny. Yeah. Now, no, do you thought... know how else she could have done it? She could have done like a straight down the middle, like Victor Victoria thing and been Ike on one side and Tina on the other. And then she could have argued and fought with herself and looked dumb and crazy yeah that would have been yeah that would have been funny um now britta i think has been given an edit on this occasion that suggests she might be in the bottom possibly against aiden oh because they're driving that narrative because you know they they had a lot of the girls saying like oh britta's not landing now i think britta at least inhabited a character and had a concept can i can i say about britta i actually i think one of her jokes maybe two of them did four four let mm -hmm. but i didn't think she was bad i know mm. jennifer holiday and and yeah. this i didn't realize how much i how much about her i knew but um jennifer holiday's like she the characterizations and the facials that she was doing was yeah. very jennifer holiday she got and, that didn't she yes and then um how she mentioned jennifer hudson as yeah, being you know the funny. order for being but it's a tribute done to jennifer holiday yeah. where jennifer hudson after shooting the movie dream girls yeah. um did a song sung the uh, and i'm telling you i'm not a Going. And she sung then in front of Jennifer Holiday, and Jennifer Holiday is just sitting there and not really <clears> being <throat> in awe, just sitting there and just looking at Stony her. Faced. And then there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of like talk about how Jennifer Holiday doesn't like Hudson or how she's jealous of Hudson. And the media loves to pitch women against each other. Of course they do, especially women of color. Uh, yes, especially yes. women of color. Yeah. So um, so that's I I thought that was very funny because I understood that. And then um, yeah, she was. I thought she I thought wasn't that made me bad. laugh. The kind of like who who yeah, who no. Who? Yeah, that yeah, was funny. That was that a joke. Was. I think she should be kept out of the bottom. Yeah, I think I, she should be I safe. don't think she should be in the bottom. I actually think that Widow was worse because yeah. Widow didn't do anything. Yeah. And Besides, do you want cake? Okay. And it's unfortunate for Widow because she's been on a kind of ascending arc mm -hmm. over the past few episodes. Now, I think it's, it's going to be up to the producers which one of those two is in the bottom. But personally, I think Widow should be low safe, but safe. She didn't impress yep. in the way she should have. I'm going to say that the tops are Jackie. 
Yeah. Gigi. Yeah. And Sherry. Non-negotiable. I'm going to say three. that the bottom two, just the bottom two, yeah. is going to be Aiden and Crystal. Um, Crystal. Yeah, in, in last, unless the producers want to continue to drive the Britta versus Aiden narrative. Exactly, exactly. What's another name for a producer? Game maker. <laughs> no, that, no, that's it. So they're, yeah. they're very interchangeable. The other one in the bottom. Oh, right, yeah. Producers are also I'm known as educated. a game maker. So when you're a game maker, obviously you're trying to make a game. You're trying yeah. to create something. So that's what a producer the really is. The other one in the bottom three is going to be either Widow or Britta, yeah. definitely. definitely. The other three girls were mentioned are like... You can just tell from the edit that they're safe. I want to say that what Aiden was doing was very much like what Jaden Dion Fierce was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had that one joke that um, <gasps> I, I'm having I'm having a vision. I'm having a vision, and then she did that over and over, where it just got like, okay, what else do you have? She flogged it to death in the yes. same way, but unfortunately, she didn't even get a laugh the first time around. Unlike Jada, who did. Jaden, yes. sorry, who did the first time. So that was that was kind of what Aiden was doing. She was mm-hmm. just flogging a dead horse. <laughs> now, I want to go on... Um, the one-trick pony became a dead horse that was flogged. Wow. I just like the, the... Another rehearsed thing that you did? No, I just, just like the symmetry of, in the, the, moment? Um, of the uh, <laughs> metaphors there. Jackie Cox said it straight. Like, I don't want to hear any more goddamn excuses about yeah. the Snatch Game. Because the Snatch Game, like I said before is what you have the most time. It's the only thing you can walk into and guarantee they're going to do. I mean, you know they're going to do a, a sewing challenge, but you, you never know what the theme is. You know they're going to do yeah. something else, but you, you don't really know, but you, you have to have that certain skill. But for the Snatch game, it's quite... Uh, besides All Stars, it's the same. It is the same damn thing. Get your damn character and be funny. I now, will say, though, even some of the smartest, funniest queens and most successful queens who have come out with Drag Race have bombed Snatch Game even the second time around. Like, look at Trixie. Trixie went in there thinking she had a really solid concept with her, you know, RuPaul punny one-liners. And to be fair to Trixie, I still maintain she had a few good jokes in there. There's a trick on YouTube where yeah. they show Trixie with laugh tricks where she's actually funny. I think they were creating an artificial narrative for Trixie throughout All Stars 3, but that's another topic. Um, but, you know, she had time to prepare and she bombed. Who um, else came out and bombed Snatch Game who's really funny besides Trixie? She's the main example that springs to mind. Is she the only example? Um, I feel like... I'm, I'm, I feel I'm, very attacked. Because <laughs> I can't think of anyone who's amazing but really bombed. Um, yeah. Well, no, give I me don't. a minute. But, like, okay. tri- I think, you know, Trixie's a valid example. So. Let it simmer. Let it simmer. Maybe when we come back to recording, you can throw out a few names. I don't know why I'm calling you out. I know. I know. <laughs> why is he attacking me, viewers? Um, they're also reiterating the whole fact that when it's lights, camera, action, it all goes away. Yeah. And I think I heard Britta say that. And I think I heard that echoed with the widow Von Du. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what we said again. It's like. You have to do something very natural or you have to really, really know that character so that even when the pressure's on, it is still delivered. It is second nature. I don't know. You have to already have it in you in order to really focus on the moment and react in the moment. And I I felt like as soon as it was Ready, City, Go, Mm -hmm. that they just blanked. You can see it in, in, in Britta and Widow's faces. You know, these two girls that we actually thought were going to do better than they did. And um, they're, they're, they're disappointed. They're, they're hoping to make up for it on their own way, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. Especially when I'm looking at Britta, and this is your livelihood, and you're a performer entertainer of the year. You're from New York, and mm-hmm. you do um, Broadway national tours. 
I literally was banking on your talk mm-hmm. to make me love you and and for you to really flourish in this. Like you, you, you literally spent five episodes talking yourself up for the snatch game. Mm-hmm. That's what you've done. I was expecting a standout, a something that was just like this is why you're here and this is why you got the best entertainer and this is why you're known and this is why celebrities even know you and ask you to perform yeah. at their, their their stuff and I'm, I'm gonna say it now I'm, I'm i'm disappointed seeing her performance yeah knowing her background yeah yeah but we've said it many times haven't we the queens who are amazing at their job are not always amazing at drag race mm. She right. might be a good example of that. So as the um, workroom post-Snatch Gabe continues, we we always do. We get into the mirror moments. The, what do we call it? The tragedy mirror. The tragedy mirror. Yeah. This is a segment that we like to call the tragedy mirror. Do, 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 do. No, stop it. That's Hunger Games. No, it's another song. No, it's, but it doesn't sound like the editing <laughs> stuff that I put in, okay? Gosh. So we come back to Widow, don't we, after she had an important moment last week. And... The, the more I see of Widow, the more I like her as a person, I can see that she's overcome a huge amount of adversity, but doesn't identify with victimhood, I don't think. I think she sees herself as a powerful survivor, and I'm really glad that she has that power inside her and that, that drive and that motivation to overcome challenges. Um, and she's been through a lot. She tells us that um, after her mother died, which we found about uh, last week, she was uh, she was homeless for a significant period of time. And that because le- her uncle kicked her out for being gay, kicked them out for being gay. Yeah, and um, she describes herself as tolerating a lot of abusive situations so that she could survive at that time. Um, and that's why she chose Tina Turner because she identified with Tina's struggles with horrific domestic abuse. Um, and that she, I think she she implies that she loves Tina in general and draws a lot of strength and courage and inspiration from her. Um, I think it's interesting that she chose her for a snatch game character because if I always, to my mind, if if somebody has been through something and through that a situation like that, they're allowed to use that in whatever way they want. They have a complete and total right to use that in a humorous way if it helps them deal with it because it, it can inform that dark humor, can't it? But this week, for whatever reason, Widow wasn't able to tap into that humor, was she? No. It makes me wonder if it went too far the other way, if it was still too raw for her to think about and she couldn't see any of the... The, the dark humor attached to that um uh because you know she's experienced it and you know in all seriousness it's just perhaps her it's just not funny um and so she couldn't connect with it so perhaps that was the choosing tina was actually to her downfall this week i mean on the other on the other side of that you could be using it as an excuse i'm not i'm not trying to um downplay her experience but like going into this you know your character whether there's a connection or not you know mm. what they you know who they are you know Tina Turner you know what she went through you know what she says you know all the the things that make her funny you mm. know her songs you know how to apply it in the moment yeah you're an in, in, in that moment you are an actor mm-hmm. and and you you're, you're right she's allowed to use that humor because it's reinforcing so it comes from her place yeah, which gives her permission to tap into that yeah so she could have gone even farer than than other people yeah but i i feel that the reason you struggled is because um a, maybe you weren't as, as good as you were in improv. B, a lot of the things that you were ready to use, 
there was no way for you to use it or you couldn't find an opportunity to to mm. to integrate it into humor you yeah. know you didn't find you could you didn't really grasp onto the, the those moments really quickly or you couldn't yeah so that's it and, and there could have been like this big moment you know if she did the interplay between ike and tina where you know if she could have ended it on a really positive note where like tina triumphed over ike and made ike look like a complete abusive horrible fool which he is you know she could have had that narrative but she wasn't able to put that into practice all the same this is another moment that makes us connect with widow and see her vulnerability but also her strength but i think that the wonderful note to end her story on here that you know as as is is that she's currently in a really great place she's married she's got a cat relatable content yes <laughs> it's the gay dream it really really is and now she's on rupaul's drag race oh my god she's what? she's the absolute epitome she's in gay gay heaven isn't she she's, she's doing paradise. well now there was also um a moment with uh in the mirrors with Gigi good so, yeah so Gigi speaks about the fluidity of her gender identity doesn't she and she actually says it's the first time that she's saying it out loud um Gigi's a young person isn't she and she only 21 um so it it sounds like she's in a process of discovering things about her gender identity and how she feels most comfortable what pronouns apply to, apply to her she says she identifies as both male and female and sometimes neither um so it's really interesting to hear her thoughts about that and i, I just i just hope she's happy that's all it sounds like she's on a journey of discovery mm. All right, so now we're getting into the main stage runway. And what is the category? The category is Frozen. And they keep on saying, inspired by the Broadway musical, which I think is some sort of copyright thing, because obviously it's the, the Disney film that inspired the Broadway musical. I'm yeah. right there, aren't I? It's not the other way around. Uh, you're, you're right. Okay. It was the it was the movie, it was the movie that then became uh, the musical. I still haven't seen the musical. Um, it's not been on my to-do list, but... Let's go with it. That's the theme of the runway. So we're going to be doing something new. We're going to be um, watching it and then commenting as we go. Kind of like we're the judges. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. muted it because I don't want to hear what they have to say. So yeah. we're going to give it a go. The first to walk up. We've got a nice layout. They've, we they've, have. they've set the scene. We've got some props. Some, some lovely frozen yeah, trees. A lot of blue. Lights. A lot of blue. A lot of frozen. I we're see, stuck in I there. See Heidi in closet. Now she's gone very, very literal with this, hasn't she? That's that's very she's like a, ice queen. She's an opulent Russian lady to me. And they mention uh, Dr. Zhivago and I'm getting kind of Anna Karenina vibes. And also you mentioned one of my favorite characters on Street Fighter, Colleen. But she's, she's more military, but she does like these first. Interestingly, Colleen, one of her alternate outfits, the holiday outfit is inspired by um, Elsa from Frozen. Is it? Well, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I thought of when yeah. she walked down there. I think it's nice. It's very costumey, but like I think for this runway theme, I think you're allowed to move into that territory. This is one of Heidi's better looks. It looks more expensive than she usually looks yes it does um her makeup the the colors are popping a bit more and she said and it was so funny didn't she uh, <laughs> she was hoping that the feedback would be heidi your makeup has improved you've won rupaul's drag race yeah. <laughs> congratulations you're the winner of season 12 <laughs> Do you know her, her makeup, i wouldn't be mad about it <laughs> her makeup is usually kind of a bit washed out like much much of a muchness mm, all the girls are going for like bright blue green tones this mm. week aren't they to match the theme and it seems to work on heidi she she does look bolder in the eye and the lips than she does usually next up we've got is it jackie cox so this is a different look for jackie because it's 
it's not referencing her heritage. It's not referencing the 60s. It's uh, She says it's inspired by Elsa's crown, but I'm getting quite like bionic futuristic vibes from it, you know, because there's this incredibly structured sort of icicle corset and the gauntlet. Like to, to me, she kind of looks like she's ready for battle in a way. She's like some psychic ice priestess ready for battle. What do you think? The first thing I thought of was um, it looks like, you know, butterfly wings? Yeah, they're like <laughs> like Tinkerbell's wings a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Tinkerbell's they? wings there. There's a lot of, like, because the course is so stiff and tall, it's the exact same silhouette as Pheromone wore for the reunion um, with the really structured corset and the long gown when she had that kind of like Aphrodite-esque look. I do, I do tell you this. I love the shape. I'm, there's a dance that I'm seeing, you know, like it goes, it goes kind of structured into the waist and then it goes back out of the hips. Then it comes back in at the knees and then it kind of poofs out at the bottom. I'm liking that dance moment there. Yeah, it's very shapely. And then the blonde weave. I, I don't, don't know. I, I mean, don't like the blonde hair on her. And she she herself expresses her reservations about it. I think it washes her out. It's like saying Manila is on in blonde. I don't like her. I love Manila in blonde. No. Why not? I think she looks much better as a brunette. Okay. Next up, we have Jada. So Jada, again, I mean, the, the running theme here is kind of like Ice Queen realness, isn't it? This isn't my favorite Jada look, to be honest. It doesn't look as expensive and well-tailed as she usually is. She's kind of tripping over the skirt a bit. The The hip panels are riding up. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel it's... You- when it's when it's a, a dark person mm. um wearing white hair, yeah, it's either really, really done right or it's really, really done wrong. And if it's not executed perfectly, it looks bad. If you're doing it right, you're looking like Storm, yes. aren't you? Yes. <laughs> when it's done right, like Storm, it's yeah. done amazing and it's like, wow, when it's not done right, it looks bad. And I feel like that's where she's edging on. But I, she looks like the queen on, you know, Narnia? Yeah, the ice queen in Narnia. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like with that big as like thirsty pushed back weave um and then the th- and then the thrones the crown she really does remind me of her it's it's fine i'm not excited i've seen jada look better i feel there's something about the skirt i think that cheapens it i think it'd be better if it was more of a con- conventional sort of um gown and again it annoys me the way she's tripping over the back piece of the skirt I do like how, how huge the wig is, though. I yeah, do like I think that. from the neck up, she looks gorgeous. Now, Jan. Jan. Now, Jan's gone high concept. And again, she's doing an awful lot, isn't she? <laughs> she's so extra. I love it. But like, honey. So she had the Elsa kind of um, fishtail plait in. She's kind of been pelted with an ice ball. And she's literally frozen. And she's become... She mentioned the White Walkers in... Um, game of thrones isn't she and she's sort of become this icicle monster it's just too much mixed up and it's just another example of jan and her having so many ideas and working so hard but it just doesn't quite come off overall i don't like the look i think it can do with some editing and yeah. i felt like the, the first part was just <laughs> i just i don't know it was a kind of like a very um disney drag phantom of the opera moment with their yes. revelation and then the 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 acting but I, yeah I, I don't like the costume um i don't I, the the weave is a bit flat i'm getting a little bit of um, laura palmer from twin peaks vibes with the kind of like she's frozen and she's got blonde hair but in fact that would have been a really good concept here if somebody had done the kind of laura palmer wrapped in plastic thing 
that would have been awesome yeah not my favorite yeah bless her she works hard and this okay. made me laugh <laughs> widow oh widow widow let go as... jack <laughs> and then moments later she lets him go <laughs> now this is another example of widow having a really dark sense of humor because let's not forget the titanic is a, a tragedy love... in which thousands of people lost their lives but, I, um, I love this i love it's, this I find it's really so really funny. good and she's blowing her whistle and she's got a big bustle <laughs> skirt and it's funny and ridiculous and i love it it's like She's even like, Rue's um, laughing. Even Rue's laughing. At, you know what? I wish she dragged like a male mannequin yeah. and then let go of it halfway and just started <laughs> blowing the whistle and just saved me. But I I thought that was so funny. Like, I cracked yeah. up that when I so saw that. That would so if she'd had a male mannequin. That would have been awesome. But like if she'd like let him go. Yeah. And she'd just been like, I'll never let you go. And seconds later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like Gigi Good's look. Now she was giving me Miss Strawberry Time from the Rocky Horror Show, who's the ice cream Cornetto serving girl. But it's like her, her sister, like her blueberry sister, Miss Blueberry Time or something. And she's got the big cone. She's having fun. So it's very chic and edited as she usually does. Um, she's really, you know, she's stylish. She knows her silhouette. She knows she's no stranger to a fun, campy concept. And she doesn't like, do a lot she doesn't like work hard like somebody like jan does what do you think <laughs> um i i think it looks pretty yeah i think um so far we've seen a pirate costume mm-hmm. we've seen a navy costume um now we have a we've seen a girl scout girl scout we've seen I, I think she is heavy on the costumes but like i ain't mad at it but she makes it fashion doesn't she yeah she's always pretty i want you to give me a sailor but make it fashion yeah that's yeah. what she does isn't i it? want you to die but then make it a fashion, you know, just, just to make it fashion. No, I like the weave. I like the color. I like the blue weave and then the pink ice cream and then the very, very um same white type costume yeah. that she's got on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Aiden Zane. Now, this disappointed me because I was hoping that Aiden could make up for things on the runway. But she's she's kind of, you know, she's referencing a Yeti, but it's. She's not being a yeti. She's a glamorous lady with a yeti hairpiece and necklace. That's it. It's just not enough. It's not enough, especially with your performance in the Snatch Game. Yeah. Like, I don't care if the theme was fire and ice. You find the best costume that you brought with you. you yeah. Get out your finale costume yeah. and you wear it on this runway because and somehow make it fit and, the frozen and, thing and make it fashion <laughs> sorry it and make it ice fashion just to you know she could have just worn the same um neck piece and hair piece because it's literally what she, maybe she's already done that maybe that's her finale costume and she just added on the um necklace and that bloody thing on the on the i mean weave. it's it's a nice dress and her body looks amazing she's serving a gorgeous hourglass but even when when you look at it kind of like the 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 kind of snowy fur over the over the the breasts isn't enough. It's not drag. It's just like a little dusting of it. When I want big poofs, I want big poofs of of big clumps of white fur around there. And you know the kind of headpiece and the necklace just aren't enough. They're just it's overall. I keep on thinking this word. It's a bit anemic. It's a it's a boot. Yeah. But fingers crossed for you, girl, because you in the bottom down definitely. Now, Britta is not a oh, boot. Oh, Britta. Britta's Aurora Borealis 
um, stunning floor-length gown. Now, yes. the, sil- the silhouette of this gown is like Alexis Michelle's Meet the Queen's look, where she was serving this amazing kind of geometric, structural, hourglass floor-length gown. It's basically that in an Aurora Borealis colour scheme. And she's got this lovely full-thickness mink stole, hopefully faux fur. Um, but she looks glamorous and beautiful. I love I love the colors. I love the shoulder. And you know how I was saying before about like when you're a dark skinned person and you you wear white hair mm. and like this is blue hair. It can either look tacky mm. or it can be amazing. Now she's an example of a person of color wearing a a white blue weave, whatever it is, and mm. it just looks real. It looks beautiful and stunning, and I really love that. Her makeup, great. You know, oh, she knows how to beat her mug. She knows how to, beat she knows her her mug. How to style she knows how to dress her, her body. Um, and just uh, her body is stunning the way she's cinched and padded she just looks fantastic she looks like the belle of the ice ball yes she really does it's Mardi Gras in Antarctica it really is that's what it is and this mm. should have this would save you from the bottom I would assume All now, right, Crystal. Crystal now Crystal walks out in quite a, a masculine look really it's very like something Pete Burns would have worn in the 80s like this kind of loosely fitting kind of wraparound comme des garçons kind of affair but in in a snowy colour scheme I like this look um I think I'm veering towards liking it um, I think it took me a while to get. Can I just point out that Sherry Pie was edited out of the runway? They've this is the first week they've actually edited her out of the runway. Oh my! So God, I guess I didn't I, even realize. I guess you know. Again, we're not going to revisit it. We've we've expressed our thoughts, but the the agenda to remove her from the series continues. Even though she had a really strong snatch game performance, didn't she? So I don't know. We all know why. And our thoughts are: we remove the art. From the artist is is what we're doing here. We've decided to focus on the performances and the stories that play out within the show, haven't we? Yeah. So we've just seen on the runway when they're delivering who the tops and bottoms are, a quick look at Sherry Pye's outfit. And it's a major shoot. It's really, really really good. Um, I don't even know. From this angle, I'm seeing like a very glamorous dragged up penguin from the, the you know the penguin <laughs> yeah. character well she's she's got a top hat to me she's serving yeah kind of like victorian lady kind of like very covered up very high necked very floor length um but yeah in an icy co- color scheme she's she's looking stunning um so props to the creator i think we need to look up who the creator is of yeah, i've been, I've been saying that since the second episode yeah. and I, I never do but I'll, I'll maybe i can try edit it in but um i do follow him on instagram but this outfit i'm i have to say that sherry pie is definitely the winner in terms of the costume from what i can see it's amazing it's extravagant and it's drag I can't see anybody on the runway who's better than her. Widow served a lot of humour with hers, and I enjoyed that. Yes. We've also found out who the tops and the bottoms were. Well, really, who the safe queens are. So the safe uh-huh. queens that we saw was Heidi. Heidi's safe. Yeah. Jada is safe. Jan is Jan safe. Jan is safe. Widow is safe. So it's who we predicted, really, aside. You know, we thought that Britta and Widow were potentially interchangeable. Jan looks really... Pressed. Jan look. Jan looks so. Jan. Jan looks so pressed at being safe. You did not kill it in the snatch game. Yeah. Why are you upset? You should be happy. Not only did you not kill it in the snatch game, this look is not 
good. Well, I think it's because it's this thing about how hard she works and it's actually working against her. From her point of view, her effort should be paying off. You know, she's like, I'm coming up with these crazy concepts and I've got this really well-researched character. I should really be in the top this week. But I don't think she understands how that translates and it doesn't always translate into what the judges want that's a very very good observation so um i'm actually a little sad that um britta is in the bottom i don't Um, think britta deserves to be in the bottom i do not think that she deserves to be in the bottom i i am yeah i'm I'm quite like i'm surprised and i also i'm starting to feel sorry for britta yeah because it's it's starting to see it seems started to seem like they are kind of creating a narrative. I do think so. With Britta. Uh, because this costume is one of the tops. She's there. the other shoot of the week. Yeah. I know you're only allowed one shoot, but there are two and it's her and, and this Sherry. Co- this costume, this, she is serving you looks here. And she wasn't that bad in the Snatch Game. And I don't think that she should be in the bottom. And I've, I'm, I'm actually starting to really feel for Britta. If the runway factors in... The runway should have kept her out the bottom. Yep, definitely, mm. definitely, and that's not been the case. Um, yeah, I I don't know how this is gonna go. I I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit shooketh. I mean, yeah. we can definitely tell that the tops who are left on stage is going to be Miss Sherry Pie, um, Gigi definitely, and oh sorry, Sherry, Gigi, Jackie, and Jackie, very which easily. means that the bottom three is Aiden, Britta, and Crystal. Crystal. My what I want to say is that Britta should be safe and the lip sync should be between Aiden and Crystal. But if Britta's in the bottom, I I will I'm not in agreement with that. If she's in the bottom two, because I'm not in agreement with it being in the bottom three, she should not be there. Um, yeah. Who should be there? If not Britta, the who? Widow. Widow. Yeah, those I, are the two that I thought were interchangeable. Mm, I actually think even Jada. Jada, maybe. I think her performance was safe enough. Cardi B is extra. Yeah. She threw a shoe and Nicki Minaj <laughs> at a public, well-known fashion event. Where was the shoe throwing? Like, she is extra. She played. Jada played Cardi B like like no one. She's placid. She also threw a shoe at the reunion of um, what was the show that she was on before? Yeah, it was the the rap lady yes, show. Yes, she it? even threw a show at the reunion. Like mm. Cardi B is extra. Cardi B does shit like that. I saw none of that in Jada. So because of that, Jada should be in the bottom. As as you're such a fan of Cardi, I can see. Yeah, your anger at this is particularly prominent. Well, I get where you're coming from. I'm just, I, you know what? This is the first time I'm sticking up for my Polynesian sister. <laughs> like she did not. She does not deserve to be. Even in though the you're Samoan and she's Tongan. Well, you know what? At this moment, just let, let me have a moment where I <laughs> where I'm accepting Polynesian her. solidarity. Okay, okay yes. Let me, I'm, I, there's a moment where you have to just stick together as Polynesians. She should not be in the bottom. I'm, where's my phone? I'm gonna call your Pacifica where, sisters. I'm gonna call, <laughs> Pacifica sisters. Yeah. All right. Oh gosh, I'm nervous. Let's see what else happens yeah the finale of this is that gg won the snatch game deservedly girl i'm pressed i'm very 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 pressed and i love crystal yeah but crystal was marked safe so that meant the bottom two was aiden and Britta. and this is what i want to say to this moment we have been fed a producer driven narrative yeah she's purposely been they prodded the bear a lot they did they 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 put her in these situations. I'm not saying on she identifies purpose. as a bear, but they've been prodding the bear. 
from what I see in this moment, it's very, very obvious that the producers have created the narrative that we've all been feeding off. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all been, everything was done. Britta was put in the bottom the times that she shouldn't have been put in the bottom. Mm-hmm. All of that led to this moment because the bottom two is Aiden and Britta. First of all, Britta should not have been in the bottom three. Second of all, she definitely should not have been the bottom two. Crystal, I love you. Yeah. You should not have been safe. You cannot say on this on the snatch game, Crystal was not better than Britta. Period. Completely Done. agree. On the main stage, Britta was one of the best. She was better than Gigi. It was if, if number one in fashion this week was Sherry, number two, very close, was, was Britta. Britta. There is no reason she should have been in the bottom to lip sync. So I make my heart actually goes out to Britta in this moment because now I know for sure that everything that's led up to this moment, it has been a little attack at her. I guess we, we can we can we can always say that Britta's kind of like projection and attacking behavior towards Aiden is not correct, but her feelings are correct. Yeah. Her, her feeling pressed about being, it, it, I keep on thinking of Chanel in season one. Um, you know, when she was like, I nominate myself to go home. She was consistently being overlooked in favor of like a young, fresh queen, Rebecca Glasscock. And she was befuddled, confused, perplexed and bewildered. And that's what's happening. We've seen it on Britta's face has been written all over her face every week during the judging. She just pulls these confused, what? Facial expressions. And I don't blame her. Let's get into the lip sync. I said I felt. The lip sync was amazing. I mean, we commented as we went. Yes. And it was more, the song was Let It Go. Now I know why they keep saying um, Frozen from the Broadway musical, because they used the Broadway music, which meant they didn't have to pay too much for the copyrights of 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 the track. This is why they had to... Um, say Let It Go from the Broadway musical. This The song is music theatre and the rule of music theatre is that you don't know you're singing. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to see you singing a song. I want to see how you feel. Uh, I want to see acting. Acting comes first. Yes. And first of all, you're only lip syncing. So like you should definitely be bringing up the acting. I want to see the acting. I want to see the story. I want to see your journey through the song. And in that journey, I want you to pull me in to make me feel a part of it or make me feel what you feel. Yeah. And that's 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 what I want to see. We, Which is good because they both started quite, you know, very, very still and very, very contemplative and very, very like setting the scene, setting the drama. I feel like even from the, the off, uh, Brit who was still conveying more emotion than Aiden. We predicted that Aiden might be able to act this well because we'd seen that of her, didn't we? Yes. But sadly, Aiden's facial expressions were quite flat during this. And I know she can do more because I've seen it in every acting challenge. So I was really surprised that she wasn't giving more of the face. Um, but it was it was it was actually a good lip sync. Britta, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, first of all, Britta, you didn't deserve to be in the bottom, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you were able to come out of it with the performance that you gave because it was emotional driven and we we screamed she she had props what yeah. was it she had like a fire she, she had like fire for the let it go moment the let it go she the did bam. throw away her stole too early yes but the pyrotechnics more than made up for that she should have let it go on the lyrics let it go duh <laughs> like she got rid of it too early and that's too much in your head just yeah she should that's mm. what she should have done but um 
she did a very very good job her face told me the story mm. of her anguish of her her struggle of her inner battle and how it manifested in the explosion which is a metaphor for her breaking free and letting and, go and the joy associated yes with that. Yeah. exactly and it was just it was good and they were so lucky because they even got ice. They they had they First had. Time I've seen special effects from they the were, show. They were they they got gosh their budget come wow. through budget. My goodness. Now, needless to say, the winner of this lip sync and rightfully so yeah. was Britta. Huge congratulations to Britta for well pulling done, this Britta. off. Um, it was really really good. And it is a sad, it's a, it's a sad moment for us to say goodbye to Aiden because you know, especially now when everyone's rooting for her. Um, but you, but it was the right decision. Yeah, it was. It, she's been a little fave of ours. We felt very protective of of Aiden, yeah. hasn't haven't we? Um, but you know what? She was she was in good spirits as she left. She yes, was, she's she kind of apologized for not not bringing it. And you rightly said, didn't you? Well, you know, it wasn't just the voices in your head. It was yes. the voices around She apologized you. for, you know, uh, the voices of her, on, in her head that were like bringing her down, you know, and that she let that get a hold of her. But I was I was like, no, no, no. It wasn't just the voices in your head. It was the voices around the workroom. Yeah. It was the voices in the untucked. It, was, it really was the voices that greeted you when you walked into in the, door. the doors yeah. on your very first moment of RuPaul's Drag Race. But I'm glad that what I'm glad the story story is that she came from little experience and she got to episode six um she gave it as good as she took it and she gave that really funny scream as she left and as she well did. i'm not she gonna leave w- a quiet bitch aiden was very memorable yeah um this was a very good episode she was feisty she was cool we very, liked it. very good episode very very good lip sync how many queens have we said though this season are oh, we were sad to see them go We'd i think to see everyone more. i think Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. I'm not going to single anyone out, but pretty much. I think everyone, everyone. So it is getting harder and harder to see the girls go, but... Shows what a good cast it is. The name of the game. Could this be Britta's rising star moment? It could be. Maybe could this Brit- is going to yeah. start... This is when the producers are like, you know what? We're being really harsh on her. She's going to pull off a Raven, maybe, because Raven was in the bottom twice early on. Um, then she, she got a couple of wins and gained momentum, was in the top three, and it's become... Well, she's RuPaul's makeup artist, and she's one of the most legendary queens ever to come out of Drag Race. So can Britta follow a Raven-esque trajectory, I wonder? I want to say this. I want to see Britta do well now. Now, you know, I've been up and down with her, but like this week especially, yeah. and seeing all the hate towards her yeah. in social media, I just, I don't, I don't have time for that. She was... Each week as well, she she seems to have, I mean, she didn't give it up completely, but she's let go gradually, I think, and let it go. Let's hope she's oh. let it go. Oh, maybe the song. <laughs> yeah, a cathartic moment for to her. her. Where she needs to let it go, yeah. you know? Um, and Aiden's gone home now, so she's got nobody to blame but herself. Oh, shoot. Do you know what? If you st- if, <laughs> Britta, if you start looking for someone else to start blaming for your downfall, I'm, 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 I'm out. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, putting my, I'm putting our podcast reputation on the line here <laughs> by rooting for you right now. Britta. So I want to see you rise. Yes. Now, Britta, put on a pair of blinkers and just focus on the task in front of you do not pay attention to what the other contestants are doing yes well that's us for this week spilling the gnt thank you very much for joining us if you haven't already please subscribe tell a friend and rate and review uh we'll be back next week with episode seven madonna the musical with paulo and dr tom we'll see you guys next time lots of love guys see you soon bye bye